0: Welcome to this week's episode. Are you looking for an easy way to say thank you to members for the holidays this year? Or maybe you'd like to send something special when a new member joins this quarter. It does not have to be expensive or difficult to show members that you're glad they've become part of your community. I've just released a new digital care package that I think you'll love because I personally curated the perfect content for this season of gratitude and giving. You can find the care package and place your order at joyofmembership.com slash care package. This week's podcast guest is Elizabeth Pampelone from Absolute Marketing. Elizabeth is known as an international speaker, successful entrepreneur, and expert marketer with over 20 years of experience. In the time that I've personally been working with associations, trade groups, and membership-based nonprofits, I've met a lot of marketing consultants. And to be perfectly honest, most of them sound exactly the same, which is ironic considering they typically are telling clients that they need to be identifiably different. Well, Elizabeth's approach is actually different. She has boiled down the process of creating major components of marketing into a series of single day events. It's an approach that's similar to the facilitated focus days that I do on the consulting side of my business. I know that the approach can be very effective. So I invited her on the show to talk about how an expedited process can actually help you get your own marketing and nurture pieces out to members in a far more effective and less stressful way. Hey, Elizabeth, thanks so much for being here today. I'm so excited to
1: talk with you. Thanks for having me. So why don't we start with you sharing who you are and who you help? So I am a small business owner and I work with other small business owners and nonprofits to help them create all of their marketing content for one year in just five days. Wow.
0: (laughs) Okay, that is a big undertaking. Everything that they would normally produce in a year, you do in one day.
1: Yeah, one day for each thing. Yeah, so there's five pillars that I believe in. And I believe that any business that commits and completes these five pillars, then they will have the best marketing campaigns they can. And they basically just have to run their business on top of that. So if they can do those five things, it takes five days, then they're good for a whole year. Okay. You have to
0: tell me where this idea came from to expedite the production, because a lot of people would be listening to this and go, oh, that is so not possible. So tell us where the idea came from.
1: (laughs) I get that a lot. And a lot of different industries don't think it's possible for them, but I've done it with so many different industries, even ones that don't think it's possible. So it is definitely possible. I, when I was starting my business, I was just doing what everybody said. I had a little bit of a marketing background. I started a computer repair company and I did a lot of networking. And so a lot of my business was word of mouth. And then I started realizing that I could do more with online marketing and things like that. And this was you know, 10, 13 years ago. And so as it grew, I realized that I had less and less time as a business owner to do marketing. And I was still a one person shop. So I needed to make sure I was managing my time better. I started creating formulas for myself. Here's a formula how to do my emails. Here's a formula how to do my social, et cetera. And it started working really well. And I took it off my plate to the point where I could sit down for a day, do the whole year, and then just move on with my life and build my business and do other things. And then <clears throat> when I got to a certain point, I had I started a second company. I started a marketing company because now people were saying, well, how do you market? You're successful. How does this work? Tell us how to do it. And I started that marketing company and I did it the same way everybody else does. I didn't even use my own methods in my business. You know, on my clients, I used the traditional methods. It takes four to six weeks to build a website. It takes three months to build a membership site. It takes monthly social media, you know, services, things like that. And I got to this point where my clients were so busy and overwhelmed that they wouldn't even get me any of their information. I'd do a 30-day website process, so four weeks. I'd ask them in the beginning, can you commit to these milestones? Yes, we can. Can you commit to these things? Can you send me these things in these intervals? Yes, we can. And then day. 10, 15, 20, and we get down to day 28, 29, their contract is only 30 days. Basically, I'm gonna to have to charge them more or start, you know, a new process when the next we go into the next month because I had other clients coming in. I could only do so many clients at a time. And they're like, Oh, I'm gonna get you all this stuff. And then they would flood my inbox on the last second to last day of the of the whole process. And I would just freak out because I would be stressed the whole 28 days. And at one point I was just like, you know what? I cannot do this to myself. (laughs) And I cannot do this to them because they were stressed too. Because they knew on the back of their mind, it was just, got to get Elizabeth that stuff. I got to get Elizabeth that stuff. And that's stressful. You got family, you got kids, you got your driving here and there, you got meetings. And I said, why are we stressing ourselves out? If you're going to send me all this stuff and we sit down and I would knock their stuff out in a day because I felt obligated I have to do this for the client. I have to get this done. We have an agreement. Even though it was kind of their fault, it didn't work out. (laughs) I felt like I was obligated to do it. So I would finish everything in one day. And I said, you know what, what if I was just able to say, you give me eight hours, I give you a website. Like just, let's just cut out all the other BS. (laughs) Just start from scratch and say, if it takes a day to build a website, then it takes a day. And I realized that a lot of people weren't getting that. They were still stuck in this traditional cycle. And when I realized that it could be done that way, I was like, well, what else can I do that way? I can do social media that way. I can do email marketing that way. And then I started realizing, wait a minute, I do this for myself already and I'm not sharing it with anybody. <laughs> and I literally, as soon as I kind of realized all that stuff, I had a couple clients that were already booked and I just said, fine, they're booked, whatever. But anybody that comes to me from this point forward, I took everything off my website and I put up only my one day services. That's all I'm gonna sell. That's all I'm gonna do. And anybody that came to me from that point forward, I was only gonna sell them that. If they didn't want that, that's fine. And I was kind of really, I'm super scared because I was like, what if they don't want this? <laughs> it doesn't work. Even though I knew it could work, I just was a little afraid about it. And so I had a client call me, a new person. She's like, what do you offer? What do you charge? I told her about the new process. Of course, it was new to me, not new to her, because she was just new anyway. And she said, that sounds like an amazing thing. I I want to do that, and I was floored because she booked three days like immediately. And I realized that if you present something in a different way, and that I was like, this is my niche. Like I found the right niche, and then I started doing podcasting in a day and memberships in a day, and all these other things that I realized people just drag the heck out, and they don't need to be drug out. And so once I realized all that, my all the packages I do are in a day. All of my sessions are in a day, and that's the only thing I sell. And if you want something different, I have tons of colleagues that do it different. But if you want this this accelerated process that says, "Get this off my plate, get this done for me," like then let's do it. That's how that's how it kind of came about.
0: Well, Elizabeth, the pain that you're describing really resonates with me as a service provider because I have. Been in your shoes so many times with an association or trade group that they initially come in and they're super excited and they're ready to move forward with their project. But then once you get started, other priorities take over, and all of a sudden you're bumping up against what you thought the timelines were going to be. And it pushes into the next month, and all of a sudden you got multiple, you know, projects being layered, layered over projects. So I feel your pain. And I also understand it from the association leader perspective in that you have other things to be worrying about. You have other projects to move forward. So being able to compress into a smaller container, (laughs) this particular project probably makes a lot of sense. So I think you said there were five pillars. Can you talk about what those five pillars are?
1: Yes. And this is kind of the foundation before I do anything with what I call the these like the external pieces, like memberships, podcasting, communities, things like that. I want to get the five pillars settled because they're really the foundation of everything else. And then you can build on top of that. The first one is branding. Obviously you want to have that great visual. You want to have that message that really resonates with people when they hear it, they see it, they go that's what I need. That's what I want. And they might not even know why they need it or want it until you explain it with your website or videos or whatever in your other marketing pieces. But they're gravitating towards it because it just draws them in. They just think, yeah, that's something that I think I need. So when you do the brand, you really focus on the message. I like to look at color psychology, font psychology. This is all like online. You can research it. And I've also, I wrote an ebook about it. So it's just things like that, that give you that brand it's kind of finality. It's basically, it's foundation that says, this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is who we share it with. And once you know those three pieces, everything else will really fall into place. It's just about getting those three pieces in place first. And then we do the website second day. And that's just basically taking all the stuff you did in the branding day and writing it out in, on paper, so to speak, (laughs) typing out the words and creating those graphics, using those images that really evoke that message even further and really giving people an, an entire visual of what you're doing. And then with the website, we connect that to email marketing, social media, and blogging. And day three is all your social media, 365 posts, Do it in a day, it doesn't take that long. A lot of people think it does. I just did um, one with a client yesterday. (laughs) We spent eight, eight, nine hours just working through it and we got them all done. So she has an entire year of social media completely done. And day four is blogging. We create a 12 months of blogs, whether it's 12 or 24 posts, create those um, titles that really make the most sense. We use a tool that allows us to see what other people are searching online and basically write to those things. So if someone's searching a specific way, you can now write your blogs that really gear towards those major searches. And that's what it's blogging for SEO. And that's the whole point of blogging at this point. People used to do it like just because blogging was a new thing, but blogging is not new anymore. It's it's an old thing. (laughs) And so now we just use it for that informational piece and also to to boost the SEO of the site. And then the fifth piece is email marketing. So how do you keep yourself in people's inboxes once a month or on a funnel? And how do you utilize that so that that's one of your touches? And then social media is a couple of your touches. And then your blog is one or two of your touches. And so now through all these pieces, they've maybe heard about you, seen you on social, seen you in an email, seen your blog, heard you on a podcast. And now they're ready to make a decision. So you're wanting to just make sure that your marketing is all running for you. So those touches are not on you to do every day. They're already running. They're already being pushed out there. And then you just have to reap the benefits of that on the other side. So I
0: usually tell my clients that projects like social media or creating the articles and such for your newsletter, that those are they're projects that will take up as much time as you let them take up. It's kind of like water spreads out to take the entire shape of the container. If you allow a project to take Month, it's going to take a month. If you allow it to take a
1: day, it's going to take a day. There's actually a thing called Parkinson's Law, and that is exactly Parkinson's Law. It's an entire book about it. It's a thing in psychology or whatever, but it does say that it says if you give a a project or your work will basically expand to the amount of time you give it. And like you said with water, it's the same idea. If we say there's eight hours to build a site or there's eight hours to do social media, there's eight hours to do it. And you'll figure out how to make that work. You might even reduce the work that you were trying to include, because sometimes less is more in that case. And sometimes I was talking with a friend and we were talking about abstract painting. And I said, I might need to leave the class early. And she said, well, that might actually be good because then you won't add the extra swatches that you might <laughs> want to add onto the canvas that might actually not you know, make it great. And if you kind of limit yourself and say, oh, I'm going to stop at this point, then even if you feel like you're missing something, you probably aren't. You're probably mm-hmm. actually doing it just enough and just exactly what you need to.
0: Well, sometimes they say with great design, the key to that is what you take out, not what you put in.
1: The editing process, exactly.
0: So, if an organization thinks that this might be a strategy that they could employ, that they'd like to get a year's worth of their email done or a year's worth of their social media done, what do they have to do? do before they come see you? Like presumably they're going to come see you and they're going to do the work of the year. (laughs) But are there things that they need to do ahead of time
1: to really be prepared to tackle something like this in a day? So when I start with someone, I definitely look at their brand first. And sometimes just in the discovery call, I'll tell them, your brand is good. Let's skip that day and move to the you know website. Let's talk about that. Maybe the website is great. Let's skip that and move to the next piece, social media. And sometimes they're missing a piece or two here and there. But really looking at the branding first and making sure that it's actually resonating with the target market you're going after. I try to get people to remember when they sit down for these days, if they start at the beginning and they go all the way through, literally come in, sit down, relax, and don't stress about it you just have to make sure that each day is filled in as they're in order? Because I do have them ordered specifically because they kind of domino effect into each other. So as far as prep, if you want to skip some days, make sure each one is really, really solid. But I really like to start back at the brand because a lot of people just kind of skip it. I think that for people who are
0: listening, my organizations tend to be more mature. They're not startups. They tend to be associations and trade groups that have been up and running for decades. So I think some of them may hear this approach with starting with branding, starting with websites, right? And they may just naturally go, oh, well, that stuff is for startups. That's not really Mm -hmm. where we are. And Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important for organizations to look at those things periodically, even if they've been up and running for a long Mm -hmm. time, to just say, does this still fit where we are? I just make that little footnote for people who might be listening and think that this isn't applicable. This is really about looking at where you are with respect to these pillars and being able to move forward from there.
1: You are totally right. I I totally agree with you. And I've worked with organizations that have been in business for 10 years, for 20 years, and even up to 32 years in business. I always start back there anyway. It doesn't matter how established you are or how not established you are. The years almost don't matter because like you said, sometimes you grow and you change and then things don't fit anymore, but you're so used to it and everyone else is so used to it that it just kind of seems like, well, that's already done. We don't have to worry about it. But really as an organization moving forward, in order to move forward, in order to actually take those leaps forward and make those changes that are going to see growth and going to see new influx of people then you want to make sure that you're always looking back at that on a regular basis. And I think that it should be something in the, the meeting, the quarterly meeting, or not quarterly, but the yearly, the annual meetings that you really say, okay, this is our tagline. This is our message. Is this still the same thing for next year? Or do we need to tweak it or add to it? Or to, like you said, take away from it a little bit to really make sure that you have a clear, strong message. And over time, it should change even though your mission may not change, but your message around that mission may change over time.
0: Well, and certainly as we are recording this, we are in late 2020, and there's been a lot of change that's happened this past year, (laughs) especially the last nine months or so. Exactly. Okay, Elizabeth, if people want to learn more about this, where can they find you?
1: They can go to getabsolutemarketing.com and I have a community that they can join. I also have a free pro toolkit that is available. It has all the tools that I use and how I kind of streamline all this stuff using specific tools for social media and websites. And so I've got all that listed on my website. Love it. Thanks. I will
0: make sure links to that get in the show notes. Thank you so much. Awesome. Have a great rest of your day, Elizabeth. Thanks for being Thanks. here. You too. Joey here, back with a few thoughts about this week's episode. Clients always sound skeptical when I first describe it, but I really do believe that you can experience big breakthroughs in growth challenges when you commit to two things: focus and and decisiveness. That's why I retooled my consulting services in 2020 to emphasize facilitated focus days instead of the more typical extended duration engagements. That's also why I knew I had found a kindred soul in Elizabeth. As you heard, Elizabeth and I both believe that projects tend to expand in order to fill up as much time as you allow them to take, especially if they are projects that make you feel overwhelmed, or you aren't sure about something, or you simply would prefer not to face For Elizabeth, this means working with a client to churn out a year's worth of social media posts or a year's worth of marketing emails. For me, this means creating a breakthrough in one of six fundamental systems that every membership-based organization absolutely must have. The six systems are, one, a discovery system that leads new prospects to find you, two, a sales system that leads people from contemplation into making a joining decision. Three, a joining system that is absolutely friction free for a prospective member and gives you the information that you need to take care of them. Four, an onboarding system that immediately connects members to value. Five, a pre-renewal system that preps members to renew quickly and enthusiastically. And six, a proving system that captures the value that you've delivered to members, because we all know that members can have short memories and may not even recognize the full benefit of what's been offered unless you specifically point it out. The truth is that all sorts of growth problems can linger as long as you are willing to tolerate them and agonize over them. By coming into an uninterrupted and facilitated problem-solving day, you can be amazed at what's possible. If you'd like to talk about where you've been feeling stuck, it's worth hopping on a no-obligation call to see if I can help. If I don't think that what I do can help, I'll do my best to point you to some resources that can. You can find a time on my calendar that works for you by going to joyofmembership.com consult. I look forward to connecting with you soon. In the meantime, I'll be back next week for another episode of the Joy of Membership podcast. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech, joyofmembership.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.